Are you ready? Yeah. No. Hey, everybody. Hey. (laughs) Cut it. (laughs) Intro one done. Intro one. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to This Is About Movies. I'm one of your hosts. That title. My name's Randy. (laughs) The other one's Jeremiah. Uh, Pardon me. I have. I got allergies, man. I'm going to be coughing this whole. uh, No, you're not. Because you don't have allergies when we record this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, surprise. We're recording the intro at a later date. Um, uh, Are we getting into, like, why we wanted. Like what is it? What what is podcast? What is podcast? What is podcast? I think they know what a podcast is. Uh, this podcast is not. Uh, we're going to talk about movies. That's what we're going to we're going to try to talk. We're going to try our darndest to talk movie, about a specific movie. We're going to try really hard to talk about it. But we love talking with each other, and whatever and comes out comes out. We tend to just go wherever the uh, the conversation takes us. Mm-hmm. And if you're into that, you're going to love us. Yeah. If you're not into that. You're probably going to hate everything <laughs> about us. Um, but hey, give it a shot. Yeah. At least this episode. Please. And if you don't like it, you know what? Tell your friends how much you hated it. <laughs> okay? There's these two dudes that just talk. They free flow in and out of conversation. In, <laughs> on and off talk. And your friends are going to be like, what? What podcast is that? And you're going to say, would it's I? about movies? And you're going to be like, why would I ever even attempt to listen to that it sounds terrible well surprise you're already listening to the oh, first one. my got gosh em. you're actually a fan got you em. actually love it you already you hit subscribe you didn't you you did you thanks. dog thanks for hitting subscribe and smashing that like button. oh my gosh <laughs> no i will say uh on on the topic of being off topic sure um, we during the first one or two episodes me and randy every time we got off topic in front of the microphones we're very excited uh i don't think i don't think our editor left any of them in but we would be like oh, we got off topic we got off topic for like 10 minutes yay <laughs> and we would like celebrate it but i'm pretty sure she cut all that out um there is one thing in the first episode that you're listening to now um is a sort of a correction or, yeah. or an addition <laughs> a my, clarification this is my first a clarification correction. i don't know why i feel the need to explain this but uh I did. at some point I've in already story, i've already heard the episode you haven't heard yet the one and, you're about to hear and i surprised myself in not explaining like there's this story about me in it um that i brought up for a reason and then i I just never really tell the reason, and we just move on. <laughs> and uh, spoiler alert, that's how we talk, and that's how we converse about everything that we talk about for the whole podcast. We leave a lot of open threads. <laughs> we want to keep you hooked. We want to reel you in and make you come back. And make you question, like, one, why did I listen to that? Two, what are they talking about? Three, it's not a conversation if you literally never close anything you ever talk about. Huh? And how can I find more of this? <laughs> Well, I can answer that question. Uh, it should be on the same page that you clicked this on. Ah. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, if that tickles your fancy. <laughs> uh, no, I was telling the story, and the I'm not gonna. I don't need to tell what don't the, tell story the story is. You're gonna. You're about to tell the story. You'll so be. Don't tell the story. You'll be surprised. <laughs> you um, get to hear the the reason for the story before you hear the story. The reason for the story was 
the reason I pick the weird things at restaurants is because I was high on a tr- family trip to the Grand Canyon and they and they asked me what I wanted to eat. And the reason I was high was because I was on painkillers because I just had surgery because I had broken several parts of my body and my parents were like, we're still going to the Grand Canyon. Anyway, so I'm high at a, at a restaurant at the Grand Canyon picking an omelet and I'm 16 and I go, <laughs> like, I don't like vegetables or anything. And they're like, what do you want? I'm like, I want the omelet with wild mushrooms and organic spinach. And they're like, you're going to eat that. And I was like, yeah, I am. And it was the most delicious thing in the world. So uh, now I picked the weirdest thing on the menu. But I originally did because I was, however old, uh, broken boned, healing, post-surgery, uh, high on more tabs. <laughs> so uh, maybe that explains what that story... Why the story I tell, but then we never uh, uh, get back around. <laughs> Randy never I goes. Think, I think. Why did you bring that story up? <laughs> I think we've lost all our listeners already. I think. Uh, but hey, yeah. you know what? With that clarification, you know what? Just cut that whole clarification. <laughs> With that clarification, but, uh, here's that episode. <laughs> Let's jump right into episode one of This Is About Movies, where we talk about Suicide Squad. What's my? I got I got some go-to jokes when people ask for jokes. Right. So it's like, uh, what do you call a cow with no legs? Mm. Ground beef. Ground beef. You got it. <laughs> what do you call a dog with no legs? Uh, crap! I know this one. Doesn't matter. He's not going to come to you. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Why did the little girl fall off the swing? Um, she, she didn't, didn't have, have any arms. arms yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that's why I fell off the swing. Back when I was uh, when I used to be married, anytime a woman was mad at me, I'd be like, "Why the little girl fall off the swing?" And she'd be like, "Cause she didn't have any arms." <laughs> no, no, this is a, oh god, you're recording that. Yeah. <laughs> In the movie we saw. Suicide Squad, the 2021. The Suicide Squad. The, twi- think it's, uh, the 2021 Suicide Squad. It was good. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was very entertaining. I had a good time watching it. It was very, it was incredibly entertaining, which I could not say about the first one. Even I haven't seen the first one. Oh, the first one to me was like, it was like an identity crisis, but like <laughs> they made a movie out of it. I've only seen it the once. But I, in my memory, it has five or six opening scenes. And they're just like, here's the first one. And then hard cut to the second one. And each one like starts off with this character's song. And it's showing you. And it's this whole big wackadoo intro. And then it's, okay, that that's that one. Next one. And then it like hard cuts the next one. Hard cuts the song. And again, this is just in my memory is how it is. <laughs> But like hard cuts the song, hard cuts everything about it, and then it does it five or six or or seven times. That's probably very hyperbolic. 
and it's probably only only maybe one or two but but the whole movie just feels like that like it doesn't know what to do it doesn't know where to start it doesn't know where it's going next it's just kind of boring like i remit this is again in my memory i remember them walking down a street <laughs> and and there there at one point there were guys and one of them, I think they killed Captain Boomerang ag- again. Okay. I think that's the joke in this one is they ah, killed Boomerang right after. See, I was wondering if there were any like nods to the original or if they were like, we're just going to forget that that entire thing happened. Yeah. Speaking of the, like you said, the, the opening scenes of the, the original that mm-hmm. movie. Um, <laughs> not, not to, con- Which, by not the to way, be confused with the Suicide Squad, but he's talking about the Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we're just gonna we're gonna spoil pretty much anything and everything. So, oh, definitely, just you know, not, you're not safe. Yeah. So you mentioned like the opening of the original had like these segments where it was very clear cut, just like okay, character one, okay, character two. I actually kind of felt <laughs> like that in this movie, but it was really? with the pulling the rug out joke that they kept making. Uh, I think they did it like three times, which was the whole like, here's the team. Just kidding, they're all dead. Here's the team. Here's the real Here's team. Here's the the villains. Just kidding, those were all good guys, and they accidentally killed them all. <laughs> Here's the you know that whole thing. They kept doing that whole thing, which reminded me of. Have you seen MacGruber the movie? Uh, I mean, once when it came out, so a long time ago. Gotcha. Yeah. So you remember everything. Man, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> if I watch a movie once, I can usually remember how much I liked it. Mm. And then it's like my like I have a good memory. I, I well I tell myself that, but with movies, one time my my brain just goes, no, we're gonna delete all that. I can remember how much I liked it. I can remember some specific scenes, and I can usually remember who was in the movie. But like as like little parts that people want to like pull out and be like, hey, remember that exact thing that happened? I'm like, you saw this 15 years ago. <laughs> I'm like, and again, I'm telling myself I have a good memory, and I'm like. I don't remember this. How do you remember? <laughs> and I'm like, you don't have a better memory than me. And then it turns into one of those things where I fight with my own head. So usually when the person's talking about the scene they remember, all I hear is me in my own head talking about how I'm smarter than that other person. Something like that. Well, <laughs> no, I've only seen this movie. <laughs> I've only seen MacGruber twice. But even, even if I'd even only if seen I... it once, I would remember this scene. Okay. Because it's one of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> well, I just love the joke a lot. And it's the same whole we're assembling the team thing. And I guess I've already spoiled it, but spoilers for MacGruber. <laughs> but <laughs> but for, that, um, for that 15. For this one, yeah. this really great gag for the first like 15 to 20 minutes of the film. Which the whole movie is fantastic, by the way. He's like, they pull him out of retirement and he's got to like put this team together to take care of this mission. And he's like, only if I get to like, I'll do it, but only if I get to put the team together. Mm. And they're like, okay. So they spend all this time him going around the world, getting his old, you know, the band back together. And they get everyone all together and they find they're on the, like, for whatever reason, I think they're on the runway or something like that, but they're in a van. Mm. Everybody's in the van and he's outside the van talking to the, the general or the, whoever the mission commander guy is and, McGruber is just like, yeah, we got we got everybody in the van. Everyone's here. We're all sitting on like, you know, like, you know, a thousand pounds of C4. We're ready to go for this mission. And then the whole thing, of course, blows Boom. up. And yeah. every single person that he just spent what felt like 20 minutes of the film, like a good chunk of the film, <laughs> like recruiting, 
And we're literally back to square one. We're back to the beginning, (laughs) not only just with him having to go get another team, but even like now they have to reconvince him to do the mission because it's like... well, we already went through the whole well, yeah, thing. Wants, so the movie he essentially wants to grieve. He wants the to movie move on. starts yeah. over. <laughs> it's like wait, he wants to go to all twenty minutes. Yeah. So it's like this whole thing, time. Um, and it's fantastic. It's hilarious and it's wonderful. And it's the exact same joke <laughs> in this, <laughs> where they send the first team in, and then all of those guys, well, most of them die um, very quickly. And I appreciate that. But it doesn't land as well for me as the MacGruber one did. I don't know why. It's still funny. I appreciated, I think I appreciated the second one, which was where they killed all of the Freedom Fighters. Mm-hmm. Fighters? Freedom Fighters first. Mm-hmm. And then got, and you're like, wait, that person was just doing the dishes. They just shot that person. And then like, John Cena pulls out his blow dart gun. I also, why are you, why are you having tea? Shout out to Weasel, unsung hero in that film. Needed more screen time. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're thinking. Well, I, yeah, I'm really, I'm really upset about it. Like, I didn't get to see him fight uh, anything, I even a thing. See, I want a scene with him and King Shark together. I mean, in the in same, my, like, in, I want them yeah. to have a conversation, conversation, some sort okay. of interaction. I was like, fight? No, Shark's just gonna eat that guy. No, I just want to see them like communicate in some way. Shark, yeah, Shark, yeah. You haven't seen the. Um, the cartoon Harley have Quinn, not. have you? King Shark's in that. Okay. And uh, instead of like a dumb, gruff voice, it's like a higher pitched guy with like a lisp. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And just everything he says is a riot. He, he's like he's smarter, but he's just like like off the wall. Even like even when they first bring him in, he's like, uh, "Meet King Shark. He's the best computer hacker I've ever seen." <laughs> and Harley, Harley Quinn or somebody's like. This guy is a hacker, and he goes like, he's like, and the King Shark sits down at the laptop, and he's like, yeah, what, like, why are you judging me? And then he like breaks into whatever they were trying to break into immediately, and then she's like, uh, oh, you want to be part of my crew? He's like, yeah, sure, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I realize it's a different creator and like for different reasons, but I really like that version of the of the shark more. And I mm. think I think even in that show, he's like really trying to not fight. And uh, I think he's vegetarian or vegan or something. Oh my gosh. And then uh, like like it plays out, and he has to like fight as a shark. Uh, somebody scratches somebody, and there's like a little teeny <laughs> amount of blood. And then he just goes nuts, so insane, and starts like biting people's heads off. It's it's great. And much as I liked the character, they really played him as just a, a goofball, but which was great. But I I, really I was liked, surprised. I really liked at, the sad, yes, lonely. Like I just want a regular life. <laughs> Shark bits, I, I yeah. am surprised that they didn't, with as bloody and as violent as the movie was, mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't go harder with the shark. Like, there's, like, two scenes where he kind of, like, okay, he's going to go crazy. You know, yeah, it's like, like even, he attacks a group of people, the and they show him the eat one person. I yeah. mean, you assume that he's going to, like, oh, this is it. He's going to tear people apart. Yeah. It's like, no, he just eats one guy. Yeah, <laughs> And then everybody okay. else is like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Really I mean, surprising. I mean that's kind of realistic too, because like yeah. if I if I see a giant what nine foot tall shark who's nine feet wide <laughs> gobble a man's <laughs> head in one smooth motion, I'm probably not gonna stick around either. Even if I'm a soldier who's literally getting paid sense. to take that thing apart. I mean, yeah, it makes sense, but yeah, I was kind of. I was. I mean, I th- I thought that was going to be like the smelling of the blood. Uh, here comes shark mm-hmm. mode kind of thing. But they were just like, nah. Just that he's going to pick his teeth with that <laughs> head yeah. and the bones for twenty minutes. 
Yeah, it almost seems like he sort of accidentally wandered into this movie. Like, you don't really, like, everybody starts off in that prison. Yeah. And it's like, it's very clear what they did wrong. And it's almost like, I don't know what King Shark actually did wrong. I mean, like, he was I don't even shark. think he knows. <laughs> no. I think he just exists, and everyone's like, no, no, we can't, can't have that in can't the world. Can't be having sharks in society. And he's kind of like, oh, okay, I guess I go here now. And <laughs> so. <laughs> Society's not for sharks, Shark Man. And he, yeah, he's just accepted it. So I don't necessarily think we should spend a ton of time on comparing this film to the first one, but um, no, and and that's the thing. Like it's not even <laughs> no, they're not even the same thing. But I'm curious, like if you have any thoughts since you have seen the first one, mm-hmm. uh, on like a real world perspective, how they handled everything within this compared to the other. Yeah, um, I feel like the natural question is like, what did they take from the first one, and what did they build upon for the second one? And like to me, it seemed like James Gunn just went not anything okay the first one and and then like really did like the boot he wanted to do regardless of the first one kind of mm-hmm. and not and i don't even mean like intentionally like you're racing it we're getting rid of that this isn't mm-hmm. in this universe none of that it just like like this one's james gunn's one and he did a james gunn movie with the members of the suicide squad that he wanted and then people are like, remember that first one? And he's like, that's not what this movie's about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really feel like wink, wink, nudge, nudge at all. Mm. I, and I haven't Ma- seen it, so I don't know, but the, it didn't Maybe seem like the Captain Boomerang thing. Maybe. Just because it like, you're, you're thinking like, oh, he died in the first one. Maybe he's going to live through this one and we get more <laughs> of this guy. And he dies right at the beginning instead of like, like I think in the first one he dies more like halfway through. Mm. Um, that was like the big one. At, I think everybody else kind of ends up living in the first one. At least to my recollection, it's been five years since I've seen it. Is Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie, is, is she the only returning actor character, same same actor for uh, that same character? Or there? Her boomerang, I think, was the same. Okay. Um, if but Flag wasn't. He seemed like yeah, he, he was. had, uh, was he in the original as yeah. well? Okay. Uh, he was. He seemed same, like he had some history that. Same guy, same role. He, okay. w- he was like the one leading them and keeping them from going all like AWOL. Gotcha. I say same role, but in this in this one, it's more like he's just part of their team, mm-hmm. and they're not really interested in going AWOL. In the first one, it was really it was really played for like they could go AWOL. They're always looking for the opportunity to leave, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So he was like more of a guardian for Viola sure Davis's character, kept on mission. Type yeah, of thing. okay. But in this one, they. Uh, it's it's more like Viola Davis and her whole team are the ones really pushing him like to stay on that track, and then he's just he's there, not superhero with a gun, <laughs> <laughs> surrounded by a bunch of people with powers and and superpowers and and uh, more capable bodies, but somehow like he's keeping up with them, you know. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess same with Harley Quinn. She has no powers, sort of. Not really. Is the the whole like cartoon like flowers? Oh, thing? I loved that. Oh, yeah. I did. But is that something? Is that pulling from something else? Uh, I mean, I guess just that she's like fruity, crazy. Okay. Um. Yeah. For just the way she always talks about violence, even when she's with Joker and stuff like that. It's oh, that like like she'll kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Even in the, even in like the older cartoons, it would be like. Oh, that was beautiful. That was really pretty the way you died. The blood splattered and it was beautiful. And you're like, what are you thought? You're crazy. You're a crazy girl. But yeah, uh, I really like seeing like her sight 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was that was one of the best parts of the movie. It was great. I wish it would have gone on, or I wish they would have started it earlier. Yeah, like wh- even while she's hanging up and getting the first guy, and like had cartoon flowers come mm-hmm. out of his neck, and he'd have been like, "What?" Yeah. And then like a little more in the next room, and then finally when she gets to the hall, you're like, "Oh, okay, this is what uh-huh. she's seeing the whole time." Okay, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Maybe they tried that and it just didn't play or something. Yeah. Or maybe they run out of time and they're like, no more flowers. we got to get this out the door. <laughs> and they only sat on it for a year because of COVID. <laughs> or maybe, who knows, maybe they added in the, as many flowers as they could. Maybe there were no flowers in the original <laughs> cut. They reached the extent. <laughs> and once COVID hit, they were like, you know what we could do? We could add some flowers. Add some flowers. All right, well, cool. We're done talking about <laughs> that. <laughs> um, this movie, so I... Yeah, I don't know. It felt like uh, it's fun. The movie's okay. It was good. It was okay. It was yeah. It was really really good, and especially coming from the first one, where I mean, I know some people liked it, but I feel like those are the type of people that are like, I like movies, and you're like, what about this movie? And they're like, yeah, I like yeah, movies. I like that. And you're like, okay, is it a movie? So yeah, you well. liked it. Um, clearly, you like. I feel like no one really liked the first one, right? Mm. This one's great. I feel like everyone's going to like it. And even if you, I mean, it's not like you watch it three or four times and you finally get it. No, it's like, it's not that type of movie. It's not, not, (laughs) it's not Green Knight. We watched it. We knew what was going on. It was, it was hilarious. It was a good romp. It was fun. It was a good time. It was very entertaining. It was really funny. It was a good superhero. They did drop a few. Swear words, not for the children. Yeah. You know, okay, so I will say this one thing that I did appreciate a lot of the violence, it may have been done with a lot of CGI and things like that. I'm sure a lot of it had mm-hmm. elements that were like that, but there w- seemed to be a lot of practical effects, which yeah, I really like appreciated it. because there's a lot of movies. Well, speaking, I haven't seen the whole thing, but I did watch that like opening 10 minutes of like Mortal Kombat that they came out with. And I I like that too. Well, I just was like, oh, this is, I like how over the top Mortal Kombat is. And the violence felt so fake that it was just like, oh, that's that's not as fun as I thought it was going to be. Now, I haven't seen the rest of the film. I don't know how that is, but that opening, I was comparing it to that when I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, this is like what I was hoping for. For Mortal um, Kombat. For Mortal Kombat. Um, like I said, haven't seen the rest of the film, so I could be completely wrong, but that's... Yeah, and even like, I don't know, even the first 10 minutes, you're talking about the... Uh, the little village scene. Yeah, where, yeah, uh, yeah, like the Japanese village scene. Mm-hmm. That, to me, of Mortal Kombat was the most grounded, realistic part of Mortal Kombat. Uh, well, I mean, realistic, I don't care about how realistic the violence well, I mean, is. Or in the sense I even like, mean like, is this possible? no CGI, like practical. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Okay. yeah, so if you're like watching the rest of it, you're like, oh, <laughs> like you're, you're going to go in deep. You're going to go down hard. Um, like it, when you see Goro, the four-armed muscle freak, mm-hmm. yeah, it like that whole fight is just like, oh, this is CGI. This looks like a good video game. It's Neo versus Agent Smith I guess. In, in yeah. Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that was a... Uh, it was good for the time, It was. Too. At the time, I was like, this is amazing. It's a little long, but it's amazing. Yeah, but, no, like, I don't know. Like, what happens in your brain to where, like, at the time, 2004, whatever? Sure. It, it, was, uh, it was like, this looks so good. And now you can go back and look at it, and it looks like hot 
garbage, like all on a plate, piled high, and it tastes worse than it looks. Like, and it smells, uh, like it looks terrible. And or I mean, I'll do that with video games too. Like in my mind, nineteen ninety six, ninety seven, Final Fantasy seven looked so good. Mm. And then I went back, like, I was in college, not even 10 years later, and I was like, I'm going to replay that game. I put it in, and it did, like, the little opening cinematic, and I was like, no, this looks terrible. I'm not doing this. Like, I've since gone, like, I've since gotten over that, and I've gone back and replayed it, and it's fun. It's It looks like a very, very, very old video game. But, like, in my mind, it looked super good. Like... Yeah, like what is that about? Uh, oh, like I, th- I don't know. I feel even like even looking back with older movies, I feel like it's just whatever we're used to. Like that, it's the most realistic thing we've seen outside of real life, and the most realistic thing we've seen. Um, yeah, up until that point, and once we've seen something, I guess closer to um, to real life, then we our brains can sort of like that's now the threshold, and anything below that is like oh. Ooh, um, but then, but then the same thing happens though. Like you can play Final Fantasy VII for a longer period of time if you stick with it, and the edges sort of yeah, you smooth get used out, to it again, and yeah. you start to kind of like forget that you don't you don't you, necessarily you believe that, that it's bad. Whoa, these guys look real. You just accept it for what it is yeah. instead of being startled by it. Well, um, yeah, there's even stuff in like VR. It's uh, mm. no matter how kind of bad it looks, uh, there. Like, I'm not, I don't think there's studies about it, but people comment about how even in that 3D polygonal little turd of a world, once you are in it, your brain's just like, yeah, this is real. Like, this is it. <laughs> and then you start to get used to that, and, and, like, you come back out, and you're like, oh, real world doesn't have, like, sharp edges on, mm-hmm. on my on my hair and on my face and on my <laughs> nose uh everything's got everything's round how many polygons are in that but yeah so it's it's super weird like your brain's messed up your brain's lying to you and i don't, I don't like it <laughs> i think there's actually something to be said about the whole like even just like how much you've like uh, the most real representation of something you've seen thus far because recently i was having mm. we had some family members over and uh, they were actually playing the remake of Final Fantasy Seven. Oh yeah, um, yeah. and uh, some uh, my in laws said something about how like oh my gosh like that looks so real. Yeah, and and me I'm thinking okay yeah I mean the CGI is really good but it looks in, good. At no point do I, I ever think say that this was real. Real, yeah. and so when they were like oh my gosh it's like real life this is a game, and I'm like thinking oh they've re- probably never seen anything <laughs> like this before and I'm just saturated in it so I don't even think about it. Yeah, but like to them it was like. When did technology advance this far? Like, how did we miss it? Um, Hold up. So I feel like, you know, for them, they sort of skipped a few steps. <laughs> now, to yeah. them, it's like shocking because it's like, oh my gosh. Like, Or yeah. And like, even uh, my dad will come in randomly seeing random video games. Like, I think the last one he saw was 10 years ago. And he walked in and saw Resident Evil 5. Oh gosh. And like, he he doesn't do this, but he just like, he just sat down and he watched it for like 30 minutes. He was like, this looks really good. And I was like, <laughs> this is such a weird game for you to come in and say that. Like, But yeah, I guess it looks really good. Like before that, he had never done that. After that, he hasn't done it. <laughs> but, oh my gosh. Like just came over to my house one day. Uh, that was enough. Yeah, yeah, sat down and he was like, wow, video games, huh? Amazing. <laughs> 
I was like, yeah, this, this looks really good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, we got off track. We did. Hey, look at we that. did it. The movie felt like James Gunn was just having a good time. He was kind of like, okay, this next yeah, scene. Really did. What are we going to do that's kind of fun in this scene? Okay, cool. We're just going to. You're gonna add this thing. Cool. Well, All right. Yeah. Or, you, or you like you said, it feels yeah. like you sat down with a bunch of friends and was like, yeah. what can we do that's real cool? And then yeah. one of them went, remember that shark guy? We can have him. <laughs> and they were like, yeah. And most of it lands. <laughs> most of it lands, but it definitely feels like they were like, let's not take this seriously at all. And I don't no, know if it's, the first one took so it so over seriously, the top. But it just was like, They're let's fighting just have a, a giant good time. starfish with an eye. Let's let Idris Elba carry this movie, which he does. Was, <laughs> He's yeah. I love watching great. him in pretty much anything. Even even when it started and it was his, you didn't see him. Am I remembering that correctly? You didn't see him right at first, and you heard his voice. Mm-hmm. I was like, <gasps> like I I don't know how I didn't know he was in this. I mean, I didn't really watch that much like preview and talk about it going in, but it it was like <gasps> that's Ezra, and I got excited. Yeah, I did read something about uh, John Cena, and I didn't notice it in the movie. When they're all eating the empanadas, mm-hmm. he's his character supposedly does something really cool and eats the empanada all at once. I see. And uh, the I think James Gunn made him do that <laughs> every take. So he ended up eating it. John, I think John Cena's quote was that he ate 31 oh my God. <laughs> that day. That's why he was so large. <laughs> he's unhumanly large in this film. Just I mean, yeah. Anytime he's in a person, scene with yeah. any other human being, it's just like, even when he's with the shark, he's, he's, he's still too, big. He's, yeah, he's two human beings, and, and like he's standing up against the shark. They they could like you could play the they game. Could go toe like, toe. Yeah, yeah. They're they're the same size. The I same did person. I did like the scene with the empanadas. The only thing I actually saw in that was one. The only reason we even knew that they were eating empanadas is because someone said something about it. Because yeah. it's like a wide, sh- like sort of bird's eye view shot, and then. King Shark just kind of like yeah. tosses his on the ground because he's like, I don't. What am I gonna yeah, do? Yeah, I don't this? know. If, I don't know if that was like the trash, I, and he like threw it away, or I, just, I, I think it would have been really funny <laughs> if he like didn't want the empanada and threw the whole thing away. But yeah. I, it kind of looks like he maybe did that. It, there, there were definitely some times where it felt like they were poking fun at the Marvel universe. That felt a little bit like a like a, a jab at uh, at the shawarma the shawarma thing. Yeah, um, a bit. even even the the um the enemy like the place that they're trying to infiltrate is Jodenheim. Yeah, and um, Idris Elba's character is like, I can get us into Jodenheim. <laughs> he says something <laughs> like that, and I'm like, okay, that just feels too. Oh yeah, I didn't that even think about it. He's, uh, he's Heimdall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of playing both sides in this. Like I mean, even James Gunn, Idris Elba. Um, yeah, it's I didn't. A, even, I, but like it being Jotunheim, and he's getting you into Jotunheim. Yeah. So I didn't even. I didn't really didn't even think about that. That's, yes. that's kind of funny. Um, I, I wonder if that that's funny. what made him want to call it Jotunheim, Land of the Giants. I think it's the Land of the Giants. Yeah, that's funny. I, I really didn't even think about that. I do. God, I love that giant starfish. Yeah. Okay. So the star. I loved that it was like so. Project Starfish, and then it's like literally, it's just a giant starfish. It's not, it's not, it's not a code, code for name. anything. <laughs> I did appreciate that. They called it. And they called it flat thought, out what it was. Yeah. I kind of thought the little the titles, like the sort of like in scene, like titles that they had, the text that was like the leaves on the ground, and mm. then there was like the roots of the tree when Harley Quinn's in the pit, like all that stuff was kind of like that felt a little bit like. Oh, that'd be cool. Like, so it was kind of like, okay, it's yeah, kind of a me weird. It felt more like, um, have you ever read comics? Yes, it did feel like a comic book. You're yeah, right. Yeah, they're they're very short. So to tell like an overarching story like that, yeah. it takes 
several comics. With, and I didn't even think with about With several that. different right. titles. Um, and like, so that's what it felt like to me. It felt like, here's this little comic book. Yeah. Here's this little one. Well, that makes sense. Not not having really thought of that in the film, it didn't. It was like okay, cool. Yeah. Until the end when the starfish like rears back and roars. Yeah, and it's, and uh, it's just uh, like Suicide Squad. Where, yeah. Versus, um, versus Starro the Conqueror. <laughs> 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 like, okay, this is up and literally up until that title, I was like, do we have to do the big space alien? Wait, like, why couldn't it, it just be like them versus these like not terrorist? Uh, can't think of what they were called. The gorilla fighter people. Well, not the gorilla fighters. They were sort of the good guys, I suppose. But the the people who who ran a coup, the villains, I guess. In the the generals. Yeah. Why couldn't it just be our you know our team, our Suicide Squad versus them? Sort of a more grounded thing in that sense. And uh, up until that point, I was kind of like, okay, yeah. we're doing the whole big bad alien thing. And then when it was like Starro versus the or Star of the Conqueror, I'm like. Okay, they, yeah, they like, are. They I'm see totally this as much in, of a yeah. joke <laughs> as I think of it right now, and so I was like, "Cool, I'm in." Yeah, um, that's what. Yeah, that's what threw it over the top. Yeah. Well, without that, I don't know. It would have been. I think they. It would have been was more just, of a sad little movie. It would have yeah. been more. It would have felt more like the first one to me, maybe. But yeah, the fact that it was a giant, stupid starfish with an eye, and it's from outer space, and it wants to conquer the whole world. With the little goofy things that it poops out. Mm-hmm. The, uh, ridiculous. That's what made me like it. Uh, and I'm not really one for like mixing villainous or like horror and comedy. But the the over the top nature of it. Like, it, like, like Suicide Squad finally figured out what it was. Mm-hmm. It's this over the top thing where these dorky super bad guy superheroes are mm-hmm. taking on a th- giant thing from outer space and we're cracking jokes along the way like maybe uh, yeah and it sort of feels like you pulled that from guardians of the galaxy mm-hmm. i think they were just like please just give us our own garden of the galaxy like yeah. we need that that tongue-in-cheek remember that giant monster they fought the yeah. <laughs> that was so cool okay what could you do <laughs> star of the conqueror i mean there's like a bunch of outer space things that could be <laughs> and somebody was like, what about the starfish that poops out on the starfish? He's like, that guy right there. You're promoted. <laughs> Come here. We're going to write the rest of this movie real quick. <laughs> no, it's great. I the um, Remind me to come back to, I think his name was Dale, the guy in the office that she yells at at the very oh, end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Dale? Oh, I don't remember. I was trying so hard to make sure I remember Milton. Oh, Milton, yes. But yeah. the other, the, like literally like... This person is like in one, as far as I know, one shot, and he's like never named except by this person or the girl that's like uh, clubs the the commander with them. Um, You're the talking golf about the, club. the big guy with the beard. Mm, I don't know in the like the, the like headquarters yeah, the team yeah, yeah. that's like running sort of their HQ thing. The big goofy um, guy with the beard, and like the sat guy. No, 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 not the main guy. He doesn't have any lines. Literally, oh, okay. he just stands there. And the You're girl, talking about somebody else. The girl like clubs their commander with the golf club. Oh, and she gets and really when mad. She's like, yelled at get him. Back to him. Oh, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. And you, like, I can't even remember what the line is, but it's so funny. And you, get back to him. Like, get your blank out of your hand or something. Like, or you're being a blank head or something yeah. like that. Was, yeah. It's like, go back to your desk, you effing dickhead <laughs> or something like that. I, I thought <laughs> it was just so funny because, like, he's yeah, just this so unassuming like, man standing there. And she so just screams. Out of place. <laughs> and, like, it was perfect. Yeah. It was like, what? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, you get back over there, Dale, or whatever your name is. <laughs> what do you think you're doing? Oh my gosh, you big, yep. 
I think that might have been the funniest part of the film. Uh, th- something that yeah. actually this just <laughs> I sorry I got I got I know, the weasel is, on that the weasel, the weasel is, is pretty great. <laughs> I was very happy when when he was still alive. Every time it cuts to the weasel, I, <laughs> like he's in, like he's in the prison, and he's just looking at the window, <laughs> and Idris Elba looks at him. He's like, "What?" <laughs> I loved it. Did you ever read Jurassic Park? Read it. Read it. Yes. Uh, like the first half, yeah, but the rest of it. No. So at the end, there's a lot more. The Velociraptors are quite a bit smarter than they are in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they're dumb in the film, but they, they just are like, intentionally, it's like very, very they're all yeah. very much clever girls. Um, <laughs> and um, there's like a whole community of them that live inside this cave. And then at the very end, they actually figure out how to sneak onto the boat that goes back to the mainland. And they, which was actually, I think the inspiration for, the scene in the Lost World film uh, where the T-Rexes go to uh, San Diego and all that stuff. I yeah. think. So something like that happens in the book where the Velociraptors get onto the boat. Now, we don't go with them as far as I remember, but I do remember that there's like reports. It's either at the end of that film or the big, be- sorry, end of that book or the beginning of the Lost World novel, maybe both, where there's reports that there are like creatures in um like on the mainland like in the jungles that like are killing people and no one's no one knows what it is the mm. government's trying to keep it hush hush but you as the reader know that it's the velociraptors have gotten back to the mainland and they're like living in the jungles and they're being there real clever and they're being really sneaky yeah so when at the very end when weasel runs off into the woods mm. i thought it was like ah oh, he's on his own but like that's what it made me think of is like in the next in the next suicide squad we're just gonna we're not even gonna see weasel we're just gonna hear about like clever. some crazy beast <laughs> clever in boy in the jungle of uh, this little country but uh, or this little island yeah so. i was gonna say earlier that the starfish there's a moment i don't know if this was intentional but it made me laugh so the starfish, it, it sort of stands up like a like a humid. Mm. It has it has uh, you know arms, a head, a head appendage, and uh, two arm appendages, and then two leg appendages, and it sort of stands up with its stomach, kind of facing out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, it walks around. Well, there was a point where like it got hit by something, um, and uh, it sort of got, like staggered a little bit. And when it did, it looked like it was going to fall over. And my brain was like, oh, he's going to fall. Yeah. And he like leaned to the side. Yeah. And like. And he rotated. And he rotated, and it was like, wait, wait, wait what? <laughs> My brain like couldn't figure out. Like I was like, wait, he he was falling, but now he's standing again. Yeah. And I didn't really, for whatever reason, I couldn't I, for like a, a brief moment, I couldn't comprehend how he was standing again. And it was just because he just turned, and it was like, oh yes, because every appendage yeah, is like, literally the he was same. Like falling that way, he and just he has just that stuck big eyeball in the middle, arm which turned into his right. Yeah, foot. and now is his leg. Yeah. But it made me laugh really hard because I was like, it just felt like. I think I think during that part, <laughs> I literally went like, whoever thought of that? <laughs> God, it was so, that's good. Like, who would think of that? And that's how he would act because he's a starfish with five like, like, my brain went there. Like, who, like whoever animated that, whoever thought of that little, like, it was just a little, yeah. like, tink. And, like, yeah, when you see it, your brain's like, wait, what? <laughs> and, it, like, it makes you think about, like, what just, what just happened? What did I see? And it was just, it's just like a one arm going down because he's falling down. And it looks like he's falling onto his arm. And then it's just like, no, that's my foot now. And you're like, oh, holy jeez. <laughs> and I, I sat there in awe of it for probably a good five seconds. And I was like, whoever thought of that is really good. <laughs> if it was James Gunn. I mean, 
more power to you, but that was good. Thinking of alien anatomy like that. Mm. How do you even do that? I mean, starfish. That's not really alien. You could just uh, maybe he just watched a starfish for a little while. And well, maybe not. Tried even to stand it up, and that maybe he <laughs> maybe it did that. Maybe <laughs> maybe he just saw it in real life. And that's what it did. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm gonna try and describe this to you. He's talking to his animators, like, say I had a starfish. <laughs> so maybe not even alien, like out of this world, but like alien, different than different than humans. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To even think that weird little problem through, but. That's really clever. It it made me go. Oh, that's clever. Like in the middle of, in the middle of Suicide Squad, where they're fighting a giant starfish with an eye in the middle. It made me go. Oh, that's clever. Yeah, I liked it. It was great. I lo- I loved the uh, the the whole thing at the end where everyone had their one turn on the starfish, mm-hmm. and it was like you could do this p- specific yeah. thing. <laughs> And and like normally normally in movies that's really like a cheesy like oh god are we serious like fate was set up for this exact thing mm-hmm. to happen, but yeah with the Suicide Squad it was uh hey bite him and he's like I, I'll, okay I'll bite him. <laughs> I did love when Harley Quinn has the the javelin and they're like what what is this for and she's like I don't know I'm waiting for God to tell me yeah that was great. and they're like Jesus and she's like yeah or him <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> oh man, I forgot to tell me. <laughs> I did enjoy her escape scene. That was fun. Yeah, I liked the. I even I even liked how she was kind of like toying with them in the torture scene. They were uh, like, "We're gonna get you." This hurts so bad. She's like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like singing a song the mm-hmm. whole time, and then as she's escaping, they that's the song that they play too. Yeah, and I was like, "That's really you know that's another thing that made me go, oh clever." <laughs> You heard it here. Um, I think James Gunn's clever. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, on a scale of one to Jumanji, how intense would you say? This how intense was it? Um, well, if there had been a guy, uh, as I'm going in the theater to see it, if there's a guy <laughs> who walked out and told me it was intense, let's say I didn't know what the word intense was. <laughs> if I come out, that movie is what is intense to me for the rest of my life. No, um. It was uh, it was good. It was it was pretty intense in spots. Jumanji might eat out for intensity <laughs> overall. Uh, Jumanji had some scary parts, especially especially for the younger crowd. Like say if you're like 11 and you don't know what intense means. Yeah, yeah. It Juma- would be, you might even say it's pretty scary. Yeah. I <laughs> speaking of Jumanji, and we were talking earlier about how like CGI elements sometimes we'd go back and we think, oh, I used to think that was so real. Yeah, the spiders in Jumanji are actually—they're not real spiders, but they are like physical, like puppets mm-hmm. that are not very good puppets. They sort of just kind of like are on strings and are kind of being bounced around. Their legs don't seem to really animate separate from their body that much. They're just kind of like being jerked side to side, so it yeah, looks like they're kind of walking. Now, yeah. And there's a moment where the kids look in and they see like two or three of the spiders, and they're kind of just like clitter clattering, like just bouncing. You can tell like that there's someone with. You know, the little puppet uh, string thing above them, kind of like wobbling them so that they tap the ground with their feet. And I remember seeing that as a kid and thinking, oh, my God, these are terrifying. And then <laughs> watching it later and going, what the heck? <laughs> just, they're just bouncing around these giant toy spiders. Now that I figured um, out they're marionettes, they're uh, yeah. less terrifying. <laughs> Still intense. As a kid, your imagination just fills in the gaps, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, I will say the one, the one thing that I've seen, like, and some people, like, there are members of my family that saw it and went like, oh, that looks really good. Mm. Uh, the Rock and then the Scorpion King. I saw it and, like, he charges out and I was just like, I'm d- I'm done with this. <laughs> That's that is atrocious. So you're not not Scorpion King. You're talking about Mummy Two, uh, Mummy Returns. Where yeah, he, where is, he is the, the Scorpion, Scorpion King. King. Yeah, yeah. At the end, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the Mummy Two. Oh, yes. oh, it's it looks so bad. And even at the time, I like <laughs> I was a young kid. You're gonna claim to know. You knew. Oh, I you know. Knew it was I, bad I at the time. yes, one hundred percent. I walked out of that movie theater telling everybody that was the worst. CGI I'd ev- I'd ever seen, and I couldn't imagine anything ever being worse. And then like, I think I was even with uh, my family, and they're like, "It wasn't that bad." And I'm like, "No, it was. It was really bad." I think I was just so excited that my parents were allowing me to see the Mummy Returns. Oh yeah, that uh, <laughs> I didn't notice. In fact, Mummy Returns was one of the first movies that I saw multiple times in the theaters. I think Ooh. I saw it three times. Okay, I liked it that much. Although I haven't seen it since. Yeah, so I just, I I just got really strict, like, what movies I could watch. But PG-13s were us- usually okay. I feel, I feel like I remember I remember being younger and counting how good the summer was based on how many times I went to the movie theater. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, when I started being allowed to go to the movies by myself, or, or I guess, I mean, without my parents. I mean, um, even before that, when yeah. I was like nine and ten, I'd be like, "We went to fifteen movies this okay. summer," and it'd be like, "Oh my gosh, you had a good yeah, summer." That's true. Then. That's true. My mom taking me to movies um, when we were when I was younger was really fun, um, especially the ones like Jumanji that um, I completely expected <laughs> to never see because I just assumed, "Yeah, they're just too." And, your, just, mo- and your mom's um, like, parents aren't going to let me watch this. And Eddie, then, what about Jumanji? And you're like. <gasps> Gosh. Don't that's tell how, what's that's in. my like that's how I experienced Star Wars too. Star Wars came out in ninety seven. The special edition came out. I had never seen Star Wars. And I was like, uh, my parents aren't gonna let me watch it. And then my mom was like, Hey, you wanna go see Star Wars? And I was like, Oh my yes, Yeah, oh please. my dad was like a Star Wars freak. So. I think I saw episode one nine or ten times Dang. when it came out that summer. Uh yeah. We were all over it. Nice. <laughs> I did go see all of the prequels at midnight, back when midnight showings were Mm. Big deal, um, and that was really fun. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember like episode one. Like looking back, it's not a very good movie. No, but at the time, at the time we were we were both with the how right young age I was. For yeah, that, uh, like I had, I went and got the episode one, uh, like visual dictionary. Mm. <laughs> I read it, and like I like I memorized all like the stupid characters mm-hmm. that they don't they don't even say their name in the movie. I know those guys' names. And like I still know him, and it, like it break down like uh, this guy carries around an extra thing in his right pocket, and it's this, and here it is in a three D diagram. <laughs> this is the <laughs> like emitter part of the, and it, like it'll break down all that stuff that no one cares about, and no one in the right mind cares about. But yeah, however old I was at the time, Jeremiah was one hundred percent about that visual dictionary I had. Yeah. I had like all the game, even like the Pod Racer games that came out. Mm-hmm. I remember buying the PC Pod Racer game at Sam's or Costco. I don't remember which one we were at. Like I, convincing my parents to buy this video game was so tough. 
<laughs> and then I'm not joking. We get out of the store, and then I flip it around, and I'm looking at uh, minimum PC requirements. Oh, no. And my heart broke. Oh, no. I was like, we have to return this. That was how that was how um the so I I loved Legos. I'm still like Legos, but I don't I don't really buy Legos anymore. But when I was a kid, I I always had a lot of Legos. Now you can now you can afford them. No, I can't. Their prices are too still too high. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I'm adult, I'm like, what? They went up at the same rate. My grandparents every year they would be like, okay, we're gonna take you to Toys R Us and you get to pick one thing, and I'd always be like the one hundred dollar Lego set. And uh, the, for whatever reason, they bought it for me. And now looking back, I'm like, what the? F- I would never buy that. For those things are well, yeah. Expensive. And even even now, that's like what a two hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they they had uh, the first Lego video game, Lego Island, mm-hmm. and I was so excited. I was in the Lego Club, so I had the little magazines that came every two months, and I loved Lego so much that like all those magazines came with like a uh, centerfold um, poster um, that was like the latest Lego set. And it was just a poster of the Lego set. And I collected those posters. And then after I had enough, I spelled the word Lego on my wall <laughs> with these posters from the Lego Met Club magazine. Nice. Um, so I knew about Lego Island for a long time before it came out. And I was so excited when it came out. I got it at Costco because that's where I got video games. Because yeah. they had that huge center section where they just had tons and tons of computer games. Um, yeah, and enough copies and to I where would, they wouldn't yeah. run out of it. And yeah. so I would always be like, I would always, my parents would go shopping and I would just dig through that area and look through that stuff. It's where I found Myst and, and Riven and, and all those games. Um, oh, Myst. And, uh, but yeah, I was I picked up Lego Island and I, I didn't know anything about, I knew I had a PC. I didn't yeah. know that there was minimum requirements or things like that. And my computer at home did not. Lego Island was a terribly optimized game. <laughs> <laughs> it did not run on my computer. And so I knew that, like, my grandpa was, like, very into computers, and he had, like, a much better computer than we did. And so I was like, okay, we got to go to grandpa's house. Be, and I begged I'm my grandpa. I was like, can I install this game house. on your computer? Uh, and he was like, okay, that's fine. It'll only take a few And even his hours. computer didn't run it well. Ooh. Like, it froze and lagged and frame rate dropped. All, I didn't know at the time that that's what it was. But looking yeah. back, I know, oh, that's what that problem was um, all the time. It was it was an awful play experience, but I... <laughs> Gosh dang it, I played through the whole game. It was still my we Lego caught, game. We yeah. caught the Brickster and we, we put them away. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. I really wish that, that, that they would re-release that game on, on GOG, on good old games. Yeah, well, it's got to be somewhere, like even an emulator of it. Maybe. I don't know. It's sort of a long forgotten thing. Lego has gotten so good at making video games now. Well, they've gotten really good at making one video game that they just redo over and over and yeah. over again. Um but even that, and then they came out with Lego Racer for Nintendo 64, which was really fun, um, where you got to build your race car. Yeah, I think the only Lego ones, games I really played were the Star Wars ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those were much later, but the, or not much later. And they, they wouldn't talk, but they would act out the scenes, which was always hilarious. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I really remember the, the Luke, I'm your father part. <laughs> and since they can't talk, they can't do that. So what, in, what he ended up doing, I, in my memory... Uh, I think uh, he held up a picture or something where he was like a dad <laughs> in the picture and he pointed to himself and pointed to Lego. I was like that. Uh, if Lego Star Wars boils down to just being that, like that little dorky little scene was worth it. Yeah. However much they had to spend to get to that point. Oh, it was great. It made me laugh so hard. But yeah, minimum PC requirements. Like I was outside and we just walked out the doors and I was like, oh, have to return this. 
And she was like, why? I was like, our computer. <laughs> our computer won't run. She was like, you just spent 30 minutes trying to convince me to buy that game for you. <laughs> I finally relented, and we got to turn it back. What was what was the point of all this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, Mama. <laughs> Speaking of your mom... <laughs> Polka Dot Man was fantastic. I, I, I forget about it. Oh, it's so I good. Loved, I loved the scene where he turned around and every single person was his mother. And then and that kept being a thing all the way up until the end when it was the, the starfish. I'm a superhero. His giant, his giant mom tearing down that building. Yeah. It's great. I loved it. I was sad when he died, but I also, that character has no future. <laughs> like, he, I was that was his moment. That was his moment. You got it. You got his leg. Good job. Proud of you. Everyone's proud I, of you. I Mom's recently you. saw Lego, talking about Legos. See, we're not that far off track. I recently I mean, saw Lego Batman. We're reasonably off track. <laughs> I recently saw Lego <laughs> Batman. And I know that came out a while ago, but I, I only just recently saw it. And I loved how much, like how many of the like stupid villains mm. were in that movie just kind of there around well, yeah, and, and they, stuff and, and, and they can be yeah. and they can be yeah i liked that and i felt that same way about this film with some of the characters being like yeah. boomerang and uh polka dot man and <laughs> the guy with that had like was really good at throwing a tennis ball at x's on the wall like you know whatever like stupid very specific yeah, i really didn't get that i don't know either but it just like it could have been like marvel's bullseye I don't, I don't know if DC I mean, has a bullseye he's, what's his name from something uh, like that. But even who, the Galaxy. even who they said it was, I was like... Oh, oh Savant? Or yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know this person. I don't either. Also, why does that mean he throws a ball? A lot of bird and violence. And can predict it. A lot, of bird, a lot of violence directed towards birds in this film. <laughs> That's <A> true. <laughs> I don't... There was... One bird did have its day at one point. It I think it was him, actually got, got him to back. eat a little bit of his It was like head, his, his, his brother something. followed him yeah. for however long. Somehow. <laughs> however long it took, he, got, very he got it back. sadistic, homeward-bound story that uh, <laughs> ended with the bird being able he to went, take a bite he out of it. He went halfway around head. the world to eat yeah. one bite of that dude's <laughs> dead body. And the, yeah, worth I it. Lo- so that scene in... And this is another reason. I think these guys watched MacGruber and then wrote this script. Because even the scene where the... The general is um, literally just to show us how evil he is. Burns an entire like cage full of birds for no <laughs> reason birds whatsoever. For no reason, yeah. <laughs> he just burns it, and the fact that they don't show it, but we like, hear the scream I'm of the, the bird. President it's now. like how awful is this? Kill the birds. <laughs> Excuse me. You heard me. And they murder just, them. They just light them fire. all on fire, and it's like what the heck? Okay, so it fe- that feels very much like um, how they treat the villain in. The MacGruber film. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, there's just some moments like that where it's just like, he's doing something stupid just to show how evil he is, you know? And it's like, oh my God. Look at how evil he is. Yeah. He's this evil. (laughs) 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 That's too evil. I don't want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We don't see that. Turn the camera away. So many humans die, but, but. You can't show birds being lit on fire. Yeah, what's like? <clears throat> what? Where are we at in Hollywood? Uh, how many heads did I see get sliced in half in this movie? But like when Will Smith chokes out his zombie dog, that's the saddest part of the movie. I think they did it just because it's like you can't actually choke out a dog, and a dog's not going to be very good. Well, but when the dog wa- when the dog <clears throat> whines 
and it knows you're choking it to death. That's real sad. You can't, you can't act that out. That's the dog can't that, might it, actually choke the dog. That's why they're. But uh, but I mean like you can't have them with a CGI dog. I mean like then, millen- millennials. <clears throat> that scene now. becomes a joke five years from now when we look back and go, oh, remember that scene with the CGI where he <laughs> chokes his dog out. Millennials now are like, what's the saddest thing you can think of when a dog dies? <laughs> when a dog dies in a movie, I don't want to watch that movie. It's like, are you? <laughs> The rest of the movie is like hundreds of people dying, like children, even in Suicide Squad, children are dying. <laughs> but the sad part is for those innocent little birds. Yeah, they were humans. They probably deserved it. <laughs> those he, birds, though. That that little kid probably stole Birds. a candy bar, and the other little, and all the little although, kids, they're uh, evil. Although they the, don't deserve life. The, the first bird that dies with like the racquetball or tennis ball or whatever yeah. that is. He was still we see bird. that. We see yeah. that bird death. So that that bird apparently deserved it <laughs> because we're allowed to see that one. But the those birds in the, the cage, we, it's just it. too much. We they had given Harley it. Quinn and, and her uh, her bride her her, uh, her bride to be <laughs> her groom to be a wonderful day, an enchanting yeah. day. That was the other one. That's the other gotcha. That's the other pulling the rug out where it's like, hey, there's this whole thing that amounts to nothing in the end. Yeah, that whole scene. They liked that gag. They liked that gag, and it's like, it's really well done in, in MacGruber, and they they milk it in this this film. Yeah, so, well, it, I, it's fine. It's just it's just funny to me how much it, it feels exactly like that. I know other films have done it. MacGruber is just the one that stands out to me right now for some reason. So. Well, it also I don't know. It also kind of feels like like a comic book thing. Does it? And like <clears throat> once per comic book, they're like, <laughs> okay. Oh, there's the, okay, that's the one for this one. Okay, okay, okay. What's it going to be next time? It kind of felt like that. Okay. Normally, I feel like I would be someone who's like, okay, wait, are we doing, are, is it going to be a gotcha again? They did it a bunch in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was super it was okay. Yeah. Still liked it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like at some point I would say, oh, I hated this movie. Why? Because of that same reason. <laughs> like, because that exact same, exact same thing. It's like, but you li- you said it was okay. It's so it's well. It's like, <laughs> like I'm just trying to name a reason why I didn't like it. <laughs> when I came out with scale of one to cheesecake factory, <laughs> you think what would you give this film? Uh, I mean, it's pretty good. Uh, On a scale of one to cheesecake factory, you give it a pretty good. Got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, mark that, that down. Might, that might be. <laughs> I was thinking about giving it like an out of ten, but I think a nicer way to rate movies. Uh, for me, at least, might be like it was very good. That way, I don't have to be like <laughs> four point five out of <laughs> seventeen. Well, that's why the 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 end goal is Cheesecake Factory because it's just like well, okay, on a scale. I'm not even saying the Cheesecake Factory is the best, but you could give a restaurant, and it's subjective because other people are not they might not like the restaurant. Yeah, that's true. But you might love it. I lo- so it's a well, good review for yeah, you. But a good okay, like a. Uh, a correlation of a restaurant that would hit about the same sure. enjoyment level. Yeah, Suicide Squad twenty twenty one was a was a Red Robin. Oh, yeah, interesting. I really think it was. Red Robins are pretty high thing uh, for me. For me, okay. For me personally, that's a pretty high. Rating. I mean, okay, that, yeah, that can be specifically for me. For me, Red Robins like a, with a strawberry lemonade. For me, Red Robins like a pretty good, reliable. Yeah. <laughs> Like a like although I'm they don't do bottomless fries time. anymore, so I had to rethink that rating then. I mean, 
I think they technically do bottomless fries. They just are real stingy about it. Really? You, you got to be like, come on. I mean, granted, on, I me, think the last Red Robin fries. I went to was five years ago, six years ago. I definitely have been more than that. <laughs> <laughs> there was one not far from me when I used to live in L.A., and it was. Yeah, I lived real close I to one in Texas, there, and we would so, go yeah. maybe once a month. I'm not kidding, man. They have a sandwich there. It's called the Whiskey River Chicken Sandwich or something like that, and it is so good. With bottomless fries, yeah, but then you kind of go to Red Robin and not get a burger. I, you, I mean, you're not like know a burger if I've guy. Ever had a burger at Red Robin? I think it, the Whiskey River Chicken Sandwich might have been the first thing I ever had there, and yeah, I've gotten it, it every time because it's so good. I'll I'll do that, but then when I find myself doing that, I'll make myself pick something else. I've tried, but then I'm like, why would I do this to myself? Or I'll it's go, so or good. or make like, if I'm gonna <laughs> think like that, and I know I'm gonna think like that, I'll be like, no, I'm going two times this week. And this time, I'm intentionally not getting anything I always get. Mm. And then that way you can make yourself experience more of the menu. But even some, some sometimes you just end up going, oh, that other thing I get is better. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you know you're right. Yeah. Uh, or the, the actually the first time I go to a restaurant, I usually get like, I'll look for the super weird thing. Mm-hmm. Like if they have something that's like goat arugula cheese salad mixed with beet juice poured over three pickles and i'm like there's got to be a reason that's on the menu right because that's so, somebody likes that that's so weird well like the guy who came up with it believed in it so hard mm-hmm. i mean i'm assuming it sells enough and it's good enough for it to have stayed on the menu for however many x number of years it's been on the menu. so i u- usually when i go someplace i'll get the weirdest thing and that comes out of me, I was, this This is a really weird random story. I was 16 and I broke my arm and my leg on my right side at the same time. Wow. And then my parents were like, we're going to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. You are not going to ruin this room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, another thing was, it was, I broke, I broke my I broke those bones the night before I was supposed to leave with the youth group to go to Germany. And we had done fundraisers, and I was like, I had already raised all the money mm. to go to Germany, had the passport, had done everything. This was the night that we were spending. Uh, it was going to be like, girls go home, meet us in the morning. Boys, there's more of you. Just stay at the church so that you're there at 4.30 in the morning when the church band leaves. Mm-hmm. And the night before... We were up to some shenanigans in the parking sure. lot. <laughs> yeah. And I think I, I think I got ran over. Oh. In, in, yeah. It's a great story. Um, anyway, so I broke a lot. I broke tell. some bones. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want to add, like, story, if you wanna add 30 minutes on this. No, thing. let's keep the suspense going. We'll talk about it another time. <laughs> sure, sure. We'll sure. come back to it. You come back to be continued. <laughs> Um, it's a, it's a great story. I, I actually, I really, really should sell it to, uh, or try to sell it to Mountain Dew. Okay. I'm, I I broke my bones going for a Mountain Dew. Oh my gosh. Like, uh, I was on, I was on the side of someone's car. She was driving a white Xterra, a 2003 white Xterra. Important detail. Uh, this was a Mountain Dew live wire. Mm. And it was only out for that summer, Mm -hmm. Randy. You gotta understand. I understand. This was unique. It was rare. And it, for all I know, it was the last one that I had in my refrigerator. 
I had it in my left hand. I said I wasn't going to tell the story, and I'm telling the story. Um, and she, she, the driver hit like a speed bump or something. I don't know. This Mountain Dew in my left hand, because I'm holding on with my right hand, and I'm on like the Xterra's like rail mm-hmm. standing on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's moving along at a swift pace. We'll say five miles an hour. Uh, bump flying out of my left hand. This live wire. Jeremiah goes, oh, no, <laughs> save that live wire, boy. But I do it. I I let go, and I fully embrace that flying live wire <laughs> with both of my hands. And I'm not joking. The, the whole world went in the slowest slow-mo I've ever seen. And as I'm... Uh, I'm in the, I'm holding the can directly in front of my face, like a foot in front of my face with both hands. And I'm like, I got it. I got the live wire. I saved it. And then I realize I look past, like I don't move my head at all. I just focus past the live wire can and it's, and it's stars. And I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> 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 and then like I'm like this guy shouldn't be at that point in the horizon and then I think I literally like it's this it's like it's this slow that's not right this guy shouldn't be there oh no I'm falling and it was like all that far away that stretched out oh man in my memory and then all of a sudden I'm flat on my back on the ground and nothing hurts nothing at all i look i like get up and do like a sit up and look at my right foot you say you had just ran over something and then immediately stopped my foot was directly behind and under the back part of the wheel oh so i was like you ran over my foot (laughs) (laughs) and then i like i jump up and i'm like everything's fine i don't feel bad at all I jump in the back of the youth pastor's car. I, I climb I climb into the back of his Mustang with other guys. And we go to Hardee's on 82 over here. And, like, I'm fine. Uh, I think I, I'm, like, uh, in Hardee's. And I'm, like, I think I jammed my elbow, my right elbow. And being in PE for so many years, when you jam a finger, what do you do? You pop that sucker out. No, oh no. You take the pain <laughs> and you keep going and it, it's fine, right? So I jammed my elbow. So teenager Jeremiah's like, I know exactly what to do. I'm gonna pop this sucker out. So I like throw my arm out, only uh it doesn't move <laughs> at all. And I'm like, Oh, it's really jammed. I know really I know really what to do. And then I I like my whole upper body, I like twist it and then I throw my arm as hard as I can and it goes all the way out and it sticks straight out and I'm like, got it in my head and then I can't move my arm back. I hate all of this. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm like, <gasps> like, like it gets stuck out and I'm like, <gasps> and I grab the wrist and I pull it back to me and I was like, oh no. <laughs> and then, uh, it wasn't through the skin, but you could see the could bone, see oh, t- like ah, on my lower arm, like poking with skin, like poking in a different direction. And I was like, oh, "I need to go to the hospital." And then, like all the people I was with were like, "Is it bad? Are you are you hurt?" And I'm like, 
No, it really didn't hurt. I mean, you can finish your meal. It's whatever. So then I sat down <laughs> with my bone poking out arm, and I just put it on the table. I was like, we're fine. <laughs> and then the waitress, <laughs> the waitress at Hardy's was, like, talking to us and, like, giving us refills or something. Uh, and then she walked up behind me. She went, baby, your head's bleeding. And I went, excuse me? And with my left hand, my good hand, I reached back and touched the back of my head, and it is wet. Oh, no. And then I went like this, and I pull it, and I look at my hand. My whole hand's red. Oh, gosh. And I went, put down your food. You're taking me to the hospital right now. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, everybody just bolted up. I was like, we're going to the hospital right now. We're going to the ER. And then in the ER, they're trying to, like, the doctors and nurses are, like, trying to get me to take this seriously. I'm like, I'm not hurt. It's fine. I'm fine. And they're like, you're you're not going on your trip tomorrow, son. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I get it, whatever, but I feel fine. Uh, And they're like, look, just does anywhere else on you hurt? And I was like, yeah, I think think the driver of the car might have driven over my uh, right foot, my ankle. And uh, they're like, okay, let's look at your ankle. They can't pull up my jeans. Because my ankle is so swollen. Oh and they finally, like, they shimmy my jeans up. <laughs> and my, uh, I don't know how this is possible. My ankle had swollen over my shoe. Oh, my God. Like, it was pushing down the right side of my shoe. And it was, like, halfway over it. We're going to have to put, like, an explicit tag on this episode. Because <laughs> it just got super <laughs> gory. <laughs> super, <laughs> we're talking about Suicide Squad. <laughs> and this is the nasty And this part. is the thing. That yeah. And then the nurse, the, the nurse looked at it. <laughs> And went, I think that's broken. And then the doctor in the room went, it's broken. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. So I had to get like, a, I had to wait for the swelling to go down to get a walking cast. And I had to have surgery because this was, my arm was so shattered. I had to have, uh, I am now part android. Oh. I have a, got a titanium elbow on my right side. Oh. Yeah. Wait, did that just. Did you make that sound when you did that, or did that actually? <laughs> okay, I need to describe this. You you raised your arm into the air and you tapped your elbow on the table, and your mic your your mouth is behind a microphone, so I can't actually see your mouth. And I just hear a tink tink tink. It was my mouth. Yeah. Okay, I <laughs> I was like, wait, did you just make that sound with your mouth, or do you actually? <laughs> he does have a metal elbow. I don't think metal against wood would make that sound, but. I believed it for a moment because no, I did not see. But it was it was <laughs> gloriously timed. It was. And that's all it takes. So, so uh, I need to sell that. The Suicide Squad. Man. Suicide Squad is as as good, if not better, than Red Robin. Maybe not quite as good as a Mountain Dew Livewire. Yeah. Um. No, no. I'll even, it's for drinks. It is Mountain Dew Livewire. Wow. Yeah. For me. Okay. For me, I would assume like Livewire is like. That's the peak for you. <laughs> like, that's what you're going to sacrifice everything for. Uh, you're going to do that for this movie. For, for Teenager <laughs> Jeremiah, that might have been the peak drink of all drinks. Okay. But Not uh, anymore. It's, it's kind of moved down to, like, maybe a, you know, I mean, in the middle of the road. It's still above average, I, I would say. Regular Mountain Dew, I don't particularly care for anymore. You think, like, maybe Final Fantasy VII, if you were to have a live wire again, you'd be like, oh, this isn't as... as <laughs> <laughs> it's not as good as I think. It was. I haven't had I one in a really long time, but that does kind of make me want to go get one. It makes me want Code Red. Code, Code Red, Red to me was always too sweet. 
Yeah, it's true. But I feel I feel like I would feel that way about Livewire if I had Livewire. Mm. But if if I have Livewire, like Mountain Dew to me now is is too sweet. Mm. Um, I mean, I usually drink like unsweet tea was what I was drinking while we watched Suicide yeah. Squad. <laughs> I'm that guy, yeah. Or like plain seltzer water. But like that's what <laughs> that's what I drink every day usually. Okay. I feel like most of the time when you see me, I'm drinking a either a coffee or a Dr Pepper, mm-hmm. just because where we normally see each other, there's yeah. uh, there's free sodas. There's <laughs> there's lots of Dr Pepper and coffee. So I think um, I'm trying to think of a, of a a restaurant that is like compatible or compatible, comparable comparable with the experience of uh, of this film. I think a com- a compatibly comparable yeah restaurant rating. A, a, a compatibly, compa- compatibly comparable <laughs> equivalent restaurant rating. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's, I got one. I that's got one. TM. Got we got to trademark that. Got, <laughs> okay. There's this place in Azusa, California. I don't know if it's still there. I hope it's still there, but COVID, you know, uh, it's called Taco King. The food is fine. It's like it's most fine. Mexican restaurants <laughs> in California. They have great milkshakes. They had a great, that a thing? They had a great horchata milkshake. Yeah, it's a thing, man. Orchata milkshakes. Oh my goodness, they're so good. I mean, but in California, like it's a thing for Mexican restaurants to have. They have like ice cream milkshakes. Well, there's definitely a handful of them that do, and they also have really good cheeseburgers. Like you, you pretty much can't go wrong with a cheeseburger from a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, I don't know why well, that I feel is. Like but you, yeah, even here, is it even here? Okay, yeah, yeah, but definitely in California, it's like I mean, obviously the Mexican food is also good. But this place was fine. It it had good food. Um, but it was more about like the fun, like random trips at three or four in the morning to go to this place with mm. your friends and the shenanigans that would take place while you were there was what were, made it fun. What made it fun. Yeah. Um, and so I think this movie, like what they're serving up, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> but then there's a few moments. There's a few moments that feel like the the unique little shenanigans, the things that you'd be like, ah, like, you know, those moments with your friends. Yeah. Um, that I, that I appreciate about the film. So Did I think you that was, see? Yeah. I think it's a it's a solid Taco King for me. So solid, solid Taco King, solid yeah. Red Robin. Mm-hmm. Compati- compatibly comparable, equivalent restaurant reviews. We're not done. See, <laughs> <laughs> we're not done with that section. <laughs> <laughs> and next up, we have the compatibly comparable restaurant equivalent restaurant review. I gotta, rem- I got I'm like, I'm gonna write that down. Like, I like that. <laughs> It's like what? But what did he end up rating the movie? Uh, uh, I think he rated it a red matter. robin. Yeah, it's completely, <laughs> completely subjective. Uh, I we're not even gonna like try and put these in order in any particular. Oh way. no! <laughs> you rated Mortal Kombat, <laughs> a Cheesecake Factory, and Suicide and Squad just a red robin. Just because it's a scale of one to Cheesecake Factory does not mean that Cheesecake Factory <laughs> is the top. <laughs> it might be the top for some. I think it's, it's mostly the, it's just because Cheesecake Factory people. has the biggest menu of of anything. Yeah, they have and the most everything offer. <laughs> everything on the menu is pretty is pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, you really can't go wrong with Cheesecake Factory, as far as I know. I haven't had everything, so you I, might yeah. be able to go wrong. I don't even point. think people that work there have had everything. <laughs> I don't know that I go enough to even have like a standard. I don't know. Well, thing. again, I've had the same sandwich from Red Robin every time. And we're like an hour away from like Cheesecake Factory. Is it an hour? We're like four hours away from Red Robin. Oof. I think about this sometimes. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's actually, I think we're about, I think we're about I had, two and a half. I had in and out. I think out. there's one on I the other side. I had in and out three weeks ago. And, yeah, I'm s- and I hate you for and it. And I'm still thinking about it. The fact that you sent me pictures of it. 
There's this place in California called Dog Hoss. Yeah. There's a bunch of them now, but there used to only be a couple. There's one in Pasadena, and I would go there a lot because they had some really good burgers. And my friends will, anytime they go there, anytime, they send me a picture. They're like, hey, man. Look what you can (laughs) have. Yeah. Because it's a local place. Although they haven't sent me very many pictures recently because of COVID. Well, I I would have sent In-N-Out to more people, but I don't know a lot of people that like In-N-Out. Or that have even had it. Or, well, yeah, or the people that have had it are, like, Texas people, and they're like, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's yeah. really good. It's definitely, like, a California comfort food thing, for sure. Yeah. I feel and, like most people in California like, it's not like, like it. epic tier, super good food. It, no. it is comfort level food, but it's good. Yeah. And it's, like, two or three bucks for a wonderful little uh, hamburger, cheeseburger. It's just good. I'm like even right now. I'm thinking about <laughs> it, and I'm like, I, wanna, I, I always want, want In and Out. I always want their fries, and I love that they have like fresh lettuce and tomato. I, rea- I really like, could. That's something you don't get. Very like, I could give up their fries. See, a lot of people can. I can't. I'm like there for the fries. The burger is second to me. I like the burger, but I'm. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's just the maybe that's the comfort level thing that you're kind of used to and kind of talking yeah. about is their fries. But to me, the fries are a complete pass. Even even when I went the other day, I got two. You got two double, double doubles. doubles. Yeah, that's yeah. everyone gets the two double doubles. Yeah, no fries. No fries, yeah. yeah completely I couldn't fast. do that. I, I have done it before just because peer pressure, but, you know. <laughs> do it. I just was like, no, I'm, I'm going for the fries. I love the fries. I would get two fries and no burger before I got no fries. We could go together and just get oh a plain meal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just <laughs> there we go. I think I told you this before, but I think because In-N-Out is one of those places. In-N-Out and Chick-fil-A are both places that you have to eat your meal within five minutes you need to begin eating your meal within five yeah. minutes yeah of getting chick-fil-a it. or it will lose isn't necessarily like that but the fries you have to oh, eat fries the, definitely you have to eat the fries yeah. before you're out of the parking lot yeah and i would almost say good. i would also say that you have to have sauce with the fries to really make them good too but that's that's another thing. But I, yeah, really, I think I, the, yeah, I, the heat, past the fr- like past the freshness, the sauce on the fries for me. But you know how but, but hot yes. the meal is at Chick Fil A and In and Out is like comparable to what their quality. It's equivalent to what their quality is. Like as yeah, the, for the me, more time goes by, the less for appealing me that's, that food that's is. Even more, it's it's the most poignant at uh, Taco Bell. Mm. I don't when I think of Taco Bell, I think of lukewarm, mushy tacos. <laughs> Uh, but I, like I promise you, go to Taco Bell, order a taco, and eat it within thirty seconds of them making it. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it's like eight or nine out of ten. Like it's <laughs> it's it's stupidly unbelievable. And like the last time I did, or the, uh, yeah, the last time I did it, I was with somebody, and I was like, uh, he was talking about getting a burrito. I was like, get the tacos. We're eating here, and you're getting the tacos. Anyway, no, I don't. They're mushy, and I don't <laughs> like them. I was like. We're eating the tacos here. Get the tacos. And I was like, when was the last time you did that? He was like, I don't know. I normally just take them off. I was like, we're eating here. We're getting the tacos. And we were both eating, like, cut to three minutes later. We're both eating tacos. Oh, my God. This is so good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know what it is. Like, when the cold stuff's still cold and the hot stuff's hot, and it's not like all sharing its own, like, lukewarm steam bath inside that tortilla. It's super good, but yeah, I mean, Chick-fil-A is like that, and I could see In-N-Out being like that, but to me, like, the peak of that being true is tacos at Taco Bell. 
I'll have to take your word on that. I don't know if I've done that. So yeah, D- like like you never go inside Taco Bell. Like who <laughs> who eats inside of a Taco Bell? Like imagine that person and try not to make fun of that person. I eat inside of Taco Bell. I no. Really? That's me. You're talking about me. I, I mean, mean when you could. To me. <laughs> when you could eat inside of Taco <laughs> to Bell, me? I did. Yeah, like I hate the Taco Bell drive through because it's always so long. It's, a, well, it's always, always so long. The corner, and so like, I just go inside. When and I'm it's thinking freezing Taco Bell, inside. Because the I workers, like the employees, places. don't want you there. So, like, they don't want to deal with you. <laughs> so, they turn that AC up. Well, like, it, it like, is so cold. Also, like, cold because, like, stinky stuff stinks less. <laughs> it's true, When I it's guess. freezing yeah. cold. You can hide the smell. <laughs> I, I love... I, of the five-minute old tacos. I love wearing hoodies. And even during... Even during the You can wear a summer. hoodie in the summer. In yeah, I carry, I carry a hoodie with me everywhere because I'm wanting it to be cold in whatever building I walk in. Gosh. But yeah, that, I mean, that's just me. I, l- I love it cold. I love it wearing a hoodie. That's my jam. Love being comfy. And I love Taco Bell tacos five seconds after that. <laughs> no, to me, to me, the people that go inside Taco Bell are like, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I can't describe this person, this generic Taco Bell person. You're sitting right across from them, so I don't. No, t- no, it's t- <laughs> like it can't be you. It like it just be. like in my brain, you do n- you can't, you can't go and talk. You can't. So I don't you think this can't. person. Is, oh, I'm not allowed anymore. <laughs> I'm not allowed to go Specifically, you are not allowed to. No, it's like like a 300 pound guy. Can I be the right exception man. that proves the rule? Then is that I th- maybe? I mean, okay, that work in this every, situation. Every rule has an exception. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. No, to, I mean to me, it's. A three hundred pound guy who talks like this. He wants a chili cheese burrito. And he wants five of them, and you better get out quick, because I got somewhere to be. <laughs> it's like one. I, you could have gone to the drive-through, but I'm gonna break your. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tear apart your reality right now. I have never seen that person in Taco Bell. So I feel like that's the only person in Taco Bell. Well, see, here's the thing: if they're in Taco Bell and you're seeing them, you are also in Taco Bell. That's true. So what does that make you? That person. Mm. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Making some real progress here. Also, I don't eat chili cheese burritos, Randy. <laughs> chili cheese burritos? Give me that chili cheese burrito. What are you talking about? I'm a grilled stuff burrito boy. I don't eat a chili cheese burrito either. Beef grilled stuff burrito. No tomatoes, no baja sauce. Mm, more of a chalupa kind of guy. But there's actually, some, I'm the, I like them. the quesaritos, but they don't have them on the menu anymore. I think they're, they're still there, but they're not on the menu. Okay. Yeah. I mean, essentially, it's a you have double, to order them online. Double decker burrito. Again, this is more proof that they don't want to deal with you. They, they do, have more they do items have on their staff app. On the app, they, yeah. they don't have on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you know what? Embrace the robot overlords. Just <laughs> they don't even have a robot overlords there though. McDonald's has like freaking computers you can order on. That's I went true. to a McDonald's like recently just to get one of their like sweet teas. Mm-hmm. I don't really eat McDonald's. I did that the other day. And I went in and there were no people. And they gave me a sweet tea. And I was. Yes. Like that. I waited in line. There was no people here. For this. I went up to this touch screen. And they gave me the wrong one. So. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still still mad about it. I selected my sweet tea. And then I went to the bathroom. And when I came back, it was just sitting on the counter. Never saw a human being. (laughs) Just like in the entire place. No, that'd be glorious. So it was so weird. I dream of that day. Dream of that day, yes. Well, it's like, I don't know. When I go out, like on an off day, like I'm quitting video games for 15 minutes to go get food. I don't want to see people. 
Hmm. I want to talk to people. Or if I do, I want it to be like, welcome, blah, blah, blah. blah. And to me, you could really skip the welcome. Like, I already know where I am. Thanks. Um, <laughs> like, like if I drive up to the drive through box, they can go, go, go. And I'll say what I want. And order. And you don't have to tell, like, you don't even have to tell me the price. You don't have to repeat it back to me. I'm just going to drive forward. And here's the deal. I'll give you my card. You swipe it. You put food in a bag. I will take it home. And I will eat it. That's the deal. <laughs> and at no point in that do I want to hear anything about it. Like, hey, how's your day? It's fine. It's a fine day. Are there any? Can we not talk about this? Are there any <laughs> filmmakers that you're that way with? Any filmmakers that I just don't want to? No, no, no funny business. Yep. Get to it. Just give me what you have to offer. I don't need to know anything about it. I will. I am going to pay for it no matter what the price. Oh, like no matter what, I'm going to see his stuff. Yeah, like I mean, like is there anything that uh, maybe it's a particular filmmaker, maybe it's a particular production company, or a particular topic that you're just like I'm there for it. I don't need to even see the trailer. As long as I have a, a you know an idea that it's in the thing that I love, yeah. then I'm going to be there for it. I don't need to. I mean, I feel like I feel that way about a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, really, almost anything A24 puts out, mm-hmm. old production studio. Like even the, if if the preview, I look at it and go, "What in the world?" I want to go see that. <laughs> or if uh, if I look at the preview and go, "Like, oh my god, I want to go see that." Subject matters. Yeah. Usually war movies, cartel stuff, mm. usually spy stuff. I'm down. Okay. I mean, I mean, like tons, like really sci-fi. As long as it's not like kitty. So pretty much anything. <laughs> just sci-fi. going on and on like anything. Yeah. Well, really, really, it's probably more stuff that I don't want to see. I don't want to see like there are time periods that I just don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see 1800s. Okay. I just, I don't, I don't know why. I just don't want to see it. Like Victorian type? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and if you, if you did something interesting with it, I would go see it. But time period immediately puts me off. Mm. I don't know why. Another time period that really puts me off is like the gang sort of period of like 1920s, 1930s. Mm. I don't want it. Don't want it. Nope. I just, I don't like it. And like, I've seen what, like Road to Perdition. I've seen, what's Road the Shia LaBeouf movie good. where he's doing the, the moonshine stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, but like all those, that one, that one was okay. Yeah. But like the movie can like end up making me like it. And, and I'm saying this, but I'm probably still going to watch the movie. But, the, but it's a turn. But the, it, the it just immediately turned turn off. Yeah. yeah. Or like, uh, stuff in like this. 50s maybe like the 60s i i'm actually this i'm the way that you are with the 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 time periods i'm actually with superhero (laughs) things i'm very yeah i I, I mean i can see that and it's probably just because we're so saturated right now and so i'm probably speaking for a lot of people even though i end up liking a lot of them i'm always like uh, okay i Uh, I have to be i enjoy them and really what i what i really 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 enjoy is trying to get in the day it comes out, like to be part of that hype, mm. that's fun. Like even make even me thinking about it right now, I'm thinking like the last one that it did that was like Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. and uh, like it was me and my friend went in 
I think you were there in the same one, and then like there was a bunch of people that you brought. It was oh, me yeah, and my friend were up yeah, in the front, yeah, uh-huh. and I knew other people that were there too. There was like, a bunch of Air Force work. guys there. Yeah, and like the and it was. I think we got the last seats in mm. the whole theater. Like the whole theater was packed up, and just like just every stupid little thing mm-hmm. in the whole movie. Like Captain America picks up uh, Thor's hammer, and to be surrounded by three hundred or however many people, that's yeah. all going. Like, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun to be there. It's fun to feel that. And, and like, even thinking about it now, I'm kind of getting, like, a little, like, my hairs are standing up, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do that again. Yeah. But, yeah, just everybody's there. Everybody's on that hype train. I like being on that hype train, even though, like, I'm not going to watch that movie again. <laughs> okay, so here's here's a good question. Then. <laughs> Did you feel that same way when we watched um, The Suicide Squad on HBO? <laughs> In my living room <laughs> uh, <laughs> on opening night. Yeah, I. So, uh, I mean, was the hype real? <laughs> I, I mean, even uh, I'll buy a video game the day it comes out just to know. I feel that same kind of hype. You were train. there with yeah. other people, even like even there. like the worldwide. <clears throat> this is the night that people are doing that thing. Yeah, that makes me excited and makes. I feel me like there used to be more yeah. of that back when you had to wait in line at like GameStop or wherever else, wherever you pre-ordered. You yeah, know, but I've been before, I've been all about that digital gaming. Right, as I'm saying, it used to be that way. Yeah, before digital games sort of became a, the main. Well, I don't know. I still feel it. Like I still get that little like the the first time I turn on that game that just came out mm-hmm. that night. I'm like, ooh, and like <laughs> I'm not even joking. I usually take a picture of it, and it's not a picture of me. A selfie in front of the game. It's me taking a picture of my own TV from my point of view, <laughs> and then not sending the picture to anyone. It's just like it's in my gallery. And I'm like, oh, I was I was excited that night when I was watching that. Like, I think I even have a whole minute and a half or two minute video of the beginning of Red Dead Two, and it's not like the screen's view of it. It's me sitting on my couch's view of my TV, beginning Red Dead Two. <laughs> oh my gosh. And now, I mean, I'm not like sending that out to people, but for me, that was exciting. And I don't, that's what I have in my phone gallery. And that was exciting for me. And I want to remember it. I feel, <laughs> But I feel like that about, even if it's a movie that I don't enjoy the movie, I love watching that movie. I love going to the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it hits that. I watched 15 movies this summer. I had a good summer when I was 11 or 12. It's a, it's it's all that. Just being in the theater with that, with stinky popcorn smell mm-hmm. <laughs> with the sodas that are the size of buckets with the with the curtains that are dingy that haven't been cleaned in too long that don't fully knock out the noise from the theater next door i love the theater that we have here by the way and it, we, we have those two theaters that the doors face each other yes. yeah. and we always end up watching <laughs> i feel like every time i go to a movie with you it's in one of those two uh-huh. and we can hear the other movie louder yes. yeah <laughs> it's great i love it the last time i went i closed the doors I actually wait i was, was embarrassed about it because i was walking in with other people and i <laughs> i did the whole like oh i forgot something like even was like oh like did that and walked passed waited for them, looked up my shoulder waited for them to go inside and then walked back and kicked the doorstep out of the way and closed the door because <laughs> i didn't want to be i don't know i didn't want them to think i was weird for some reason but now oh, i'm no. telling everybody about it but i love it didn't want to hear cruella in my movie again <laughs> nothing wrong with cruella <laughs> but i was i came to see a different film yeah, <laughs> I mean, what were we watching? Uh, Green Knight. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe it would have ruined it. I don't know. I don't know. I just get distracted. There. Yeah. So there's a. Have, did you ever see I the just, movie Silence? I just like being there. 
Um, Martin Scorsese. I want to say yeah, but I feel like no. Well, if you haven't seen that film, the title gives away a lot because it's a very quiet movie. Um, like very quiet, especially yeah. in the beginning. And I think when I saw it, I did go out of town because our theater doesn't show a lot of uh, less mainstream films. Um, yeah. So I'm watching this film out of town. There's like me and friends, two friends, and then like maybe four other people in the theater. And there's a couple that's sitting maybe one or two rows back behind us. We're in there for a little bit, and then the lights go down, movie starts, and uh, you just hear <laughs> as they pop <laughs> open a can of soda, which means they brought it with them because oh, you yeah. don't get a can of soda from the movies. So it, it was so loud and clear because the movie was so quiet yeah. that it was just like the movie just started, and it's like silence. And then <laughs> this this. Oh yeah, if soda I, can I, opening, I, if you're and then in your own stuff. You gotta do it. The a previous. moment you hear the like dr- gulping this drink down. It's so quiet, and it's then a, you hear the like a thirsty boy, like M and M's or whatever. Just, <laughs> just like eating. We're like, what the heck? Like it's so you're eating so loud. Like I imagine if we were watching any other film, I probably wouldn't notice you, but because we're watching this film, it's like the only thing I hear. You should have yelled <laughs> silence, silence. And then that would have been like you say the name oh of the movie in the movie. Yeah. And then he would have gone. And someone would have been like, shut up. <clears throat> I'm going to fight you. <laughs> I brought these over now. I can eat them. Well, this has been a great conversation about the Suicide Squad. Um, we got I, way off track. So I actually do want to go back to one thing. We, we, I'd asked you about watching the movie in my living room, and you went on about how much you loved the theater. <laughs> oh, no. I, lo- I mean, I love the, it's the, the movie itself. I just love it. Okay. I'm super introverted and like so that's a great way to watch the film. Then. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's always like an easy way for me to be uh, mm. social. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, air quotes, yes. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Cause you're not really being social. Yeah. I mean, it's a super easy way to be like, Hey, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I just, because it's on, I don't know if we need to actually hit the, the headline things about like, Oh, the theater's dying and the, you know, everyone's going to be watching movies yeah. in the living rooms. Like, I, mean, I, I think I, it'll get... I think that that is... I think it's neither here nor there. I think certain filmmakers are really... Obviously, have a, a strong opinion about it. And, and it makes sense because... <laughs> oh, Christopher it's, Nolan because Because it's right change it. and change is hard. <laughs> um, and I get it. Like, I love the theater. You love the theater. Yeah. Um, we you, love what comes make, with that. You don't make a, you don't make mm-hmm. a movie for... Or a TV. Uh, TV, yeah. With my, uh, my cheap speakers. Yeah, you don't make it for that. But at the same time... I think there's some movies that I just I wouldn't actually go see in the theater. I, I think, think I, I think might any movie not have in seen the theater is probably going to be better. I don't I don't know if I would actually have seen The Suicide Squad in theaters. I think bec- I only if, I if think it, maybe well, I only watched it because it was on HBO. Well, if it was free, if it was the same price. Well, well, okay, so it's technically not free. Well, I do pay for a subscription. Well, one, you're already paying for the subscription right. regardless of, of if that movie came out or not. So it kind of is free. It's and an two, extra thing. Yeah. I mean, would you see it in the theater if it was free to go see it? Like, it's it's no extra money. It's just, hey, you can watch this movie at your house or in the theater. And, it's and I mean, make it as convenient as you can. Like, it's playing right when you get there and you don't mm. have to wait. Like, I would always pick the theater. Huh. I don't know. I, I think don't know. I think even, even like a terrible movie is probably going to make it a little bit better in the theater. Yes, just, I don't know. Just because I'm mean, there. Movies like like Dune, I'm going to go see in the theater. Oh, definitely. But yeah. as soon as I watch it, there's a pretty good chance that I'm going to like it just because I, I love the filmmaker. I, I, I love a lot about it already, um, just going into it. And um, there's a really good chance that I'm going to watch it again within a couple of days on HBO. 
Yeah. Because I have it. But I want to see that one in the theater just because of the, the scale. But other films where I feel like scale is not that important, I might just do the at-home thing. Um, unless I'm wanting the experience of just being in the theater. Certain things like uh, certain films are, like you said, they're just they're more fun with a large group of people. Mm-hmm. Horror films, they're a great time with a big group of people in your house, but they're even more fun with a really rowdy crowd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know? And, well, I, uh, like I could, like that. I could like remember I really being that, in... So. East Columbus watching Scary Movie 2. Oh, God. With, like, it was a packed out crowd. Uh-huh. That was still, like, that's one of the funnest uh, movies I've ever watched. Uh-huh. And I don't particularly like the movie, but yeah. just being in a being in a completely sold out theater room filled with people, like, yelling at the screen and laughing at mm-hmm. the top of their lungs. It was great. Yeah. I loved, I loved that stupid, stupid, stupid movie. But, uh, yeah, when he does that little hand thing. Uh, the like there were some people that lost their minds. Oh my gosh! And I, I, I think I think one lady laughed so hard she passed out. Like <laughs> she like fell down. It was great. I loved it. All right. Well, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us for this conversation about uh, the Suicide Squad um, inaugural practice podcast that no one will ever hear. <laughs> I never release it. We'll remain. <laughs> <laughs>